0: Duh. Welcome to episode 86 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and you've found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, it is a thrill to welcome back Casper Baby Pants. Chris Ballou himself. You may remember Chris from Presidents of the United States of America, but if you're like me, you really know him as Casper Baby Pants, the person making some of the best kids' music around. It's great to talk to Chris again. He's got a brand new album called Jump for Joy that's out, and you can hear Chris, a.k.a. Casper Baby his new song, Pushy the Tug, at the very end of the show. For any and all questions related to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, go to goodstuffpod.com or at goodstuffpod on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. But now, let's get to what you're really here for, which isn't to hear from me, but it's to revisit our friend Chris Ballou, aka Casper Baby Pants, to hear about his brand new record, Jump for Joy. And with no further ado, here he
1: is good stuff
0: it is uh the best the best thing ever to welcome back to the good stuff kids podcast casper baby pants chris blue chris casper how are you today
2: i'm very very good thank you for asking how are you doing i'm
0: doing really well i am uh in my mobile studio sweating it out here in sonoma county in my car you are where are you located
2: wait you're in your car
0: i'm in my car what do you think of that
2: (laughs) It's a very, uh, very uh, good-sounding car, oh, I nice. must say. <laughs> okay, I great. am located on Vashon Island in the state of Washington.
0: Uh-huh. Awesome. And uh, the reason why I wanted to talk to you again, A, because you're my favorite and my family's favorite, and B, also because in August you have a new record coming out. Tell, tell me yeah. about you. So the album's called Jump for Joy, and what should we know?
2: What should you know? Yeah, it's called Jump for Joy. It's uh, 19 songs. And, um, you know, unlike most grown-up artists, when they make a record, everybody asks them, so what's new? What's different? What are you doing new on this record? Um, I am doing absolutely nothing new. <laughs> I'm just making uh, another 19 more incredibly well-crafted, hilarious, uh, awesome-sounding songs from Planet Casper Baby Pants, where I've been broadcasting since album number one. Right. So... um I am uh, blissfully free from the pressure to reinvent myself every time I make records. So I just basically swim around in the same waters and pluck songs uh, from the depths and uh, harvest them for you.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for harvesting <laughs> and plucking. It means a lot. Um, but this yeah, is- it's a
2: lot. My fingers get real sore, uh, but no, it's, it's I, worth it.
0: And you can hold your breath for a long time. It's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so this, is ne- this is record number 13.
2: Yes. Right.
0: And I think I remember when we talked before about a year ago, you said that you thought there were maybe I think it was 18. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you thought there were maybe 18 kids records. And now so you're at 13, you're you're past halfway. Um, Are you finding that the songs come as easily at this point?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm way ahead of myself. In fact, I'm sort of scratching my head right now trying to figure out if I'm going to do another lullaby record. I put out a lullaby record a couple years ago. And I, to do that, I doubled up. I put out two records that year because right. lullaby records are a little tough to, you know, promote live as your main thing. Cause you don't want to put everyone to sleep. But, um, yes. so yeah, I'm just sitting here looking at all, I write way too many, um, mellow tunes. And so I have a lot of, uh, lullabies. So I think I'm looking at a second volume of lullabies that I might put out in the spring of 2018. So yeah, the the long, the short answer is no end in sight. I think I'm gonna up that number to 20 albums oh, possibly, geez. but we'll we'll see we'll see. You okay. know what? Never, I I have if there's one thing I've learned it's that the future is yet to unfold. So I'm just going I'm going with what I got now, which is a lot of good ideas, and I think I have at least three more records recorded right now, oh my and gosh. maybe another. Yeah, Whoa. not finished, not like fully mixed and blah blah blah, but you know. Off, and to the ra- off to the races and yeah. up and running and that kind of thing. Yeah, and then I have a, I have a, a folder full of songs that's maybe three-quarters of an inch thick. Oh, my of, gosh. Um, wow. Yeah, just fragments wow. and ideas and also some that are fully written but not recorded and – so anyway, yeah. no end in sight. I believe, I believe
0: the uh, I believe the word for it is prolific. That's really awesome to hear. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's it's a nice thing to find after you know my creative career has had its ups and downs in that department, and wow. there's been years and years where I haven't been able to write a single song. But wow. I still make noise and make music. But uh, so now to have hit this sort of wonderful volcano of creativity that seems to be uncorkable. <laughs> is uh kind of a thrill.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Um so yeah. that's so I mean all Casper Baby Pants fans rejoice at hearing that there's no end in sight. Yeah. That's really great. So so tell me there's there's 19 songs on this new record, which is amazing. And I want to key in just to hear the story. I mean, you do an amazing job of having the story behind the song on your website. Um but so tell me a little bit about Pushy and Huggy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pushy the tug. So my wife and I live in this uh, little house on Vashon Island and we look out over the water and we see tugboats come and go. And so we started to name the tugboats. And so one is pushy and one's huggy. Actually, really, they're all pushy uh-huh. uh, unless they're unless it's pulling something. Yeah, right. It's pulley. Right. But I I really like the notion of when we started calling the tugboats Pushy the Tug, I thought that's, you know, kind of a good opportunity to write a song about being a bully or being kind of like, you know, uh, pushy, I guess, Uh uh (laughs) as a person. so But I couldn't figure out the sort of musical framework to lay that notion on or the story, really, and it actually took about two or three years of – the phrase pushy the tug bouncing around our house for me to figure out how to make it into a song it did have a whole version which was kind of like the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald <laughs> kind of you know like you know <laughs> yeah, tuggy no. was forged of old irish steel la, 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 like that kind of thing uh-huh. but that was a little heavy-handed so anyway i ended up with this idea of huggy coming into the to the harbor to kind of about and noticing Pushy's uh, predicament of being kind of sad and helping her out. So, and then once I figured that out, the story, then the music kind of followed, and it sort of spewed out of my. But yeah, sometimes songs take a while like that. They have to bake in the oven. Yeah. For uh, sometimes, literally sometimes twenty five years, um, wow. or more. So, so. what's an,
0: what's an example of one of your songs that sort of had percolated for that amount of time?
2: Well, there's a song on the new record uh, called Free Couch, uh-huh. and Free Free Couch was a just thing that would pop into my head whenever I would see a couch with a, a free sign on it mm-hmm. on the road. I would say,
1: ah, free couch. <laughs> free couch.
2: And... Um, so, and it was around for many, many, many years. I think my friend Jason Trachtenberg first mentioned the uh, the, the alliteration of Free Couch to me. Uh-huh. God, back in 1991 or something, 92. Wow. And uh, so that's the, the idea of writing a song called Free Couch has been around. I, I tried like a couple of jams I did with the presidents in our practice space. I I, I titled Free Couch? Like, is this going to turn into that it? song? Oh, yeah, wow. But I never had a, again. I never had a story, and never had a framework, or like, wh- what do I want to say about it? How do I make the pun work and make it, a, you know, something visually interesting? And so anyway, I had to wait around, and then all of a sudden one day I realized I could make it about a tick, a uh-huh. baby tick, who moves from the city to the, or from the country to the city, and he's living in a free couch. And he's at first I had him writing a letter home, and then it was a phone call. Now in the song he's calling his mom and dad to say, um, don't freak out. I'm living in a free couch. So he's found a place, he's found a place to live and he's making his way. And it's, it's a real, like I retained kind of a freak out idea and made it kind of funky. And yeah. so anyway, it, it just took a long time to figure it out, but I figured it out. Yeah. And so, yeah, that 91, what is that? 91, 2001, 26, 2011, 26 years. that's 20, that's 26 years.
0: Wow. That's a lot of time in the incubator. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, man. It was it was a slow, uh, slow a little, roaster.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and and the song itself, like you mentioned, the funky nature. I will be very honest and put myself out and say I didn't get the free couch piece of it. I was like, oh, free couch. But then like putting it all together, hearing you say that that's a funky that's a funky Casper jam.
2: That's really yeah, good. well, like, maybe it's a good thing you don't get it right away. I'm hearing from uh, Sheik's lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they call you, just say,
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I um, don't know. i was
2: just singing about a free couch, yeah, man.
0: Totally. <laughs> so I want, I, just, <laughs> I want to ask you, um, you know, I know that your your goal is to write songs that that kids love and that parents can relate to. And I, I've just been thinking a lot about your um, your production style. So are, are you are you producing the, these songs at home?
2: Yes, I'm producing these songs on a laptop Uh with one microphone. I own exactly one microphone. Uh And, um, you know, just a little shack full of funky two-string and three-string guitars and banjos and mandolins and basses. And uh, a keyboard that has a bunch of orchestral sounds and pianos and stuff like that. Uh And a bunch of weird Casio old synthesizers and keyboards and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's very um broke down i couldn't record a band in there at all i don't have like i say i have one mic so it's really geared toward the one person you know chipping away and figuring out what's going on with the song um one bit at a time so it's a fun process you know generally when i write a song i uh i get it all written and figured out and i demo it and kind of live with the demo and make sure i like the key and in, in most cases. In some cases, I just launch right into recording it if it's very clear. You know, like the song 999 from my second record literally fell out of the sky in my brain, fully formed as I opened the fridge to get water. Yeah, I uh, a break from the studio and the song fell into my head and I actually closed the fridge and never got the water and went out and recorded the entire song as you hear it on the album. Oh my god. Without even thinking. So sometimes the songs take literally like 0 seconds to yeah. work. <laughs> they yeah. take less time to write than they do to play.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: That's an amazing gift. Yeah.
0: Amazing gift. So and I think that you know, I, I was really trying hard to think about how I wanted to to frame this or phrase this question for you, but I guess the, I'll I'll do my best to to sort of try to make sense of what I hear in my brain when I listen to your music and like, is it conscious that like, the music is is driving but gentle? I don't know if that makes sense. I guess it's like, oh yeah 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 yeah. It's like
2: no, it's tr- yeah yeah. On. It's go really ahead. true. I uh, purposely temper the tone of the performance for the album Uh to not be too Uh wackadoodle, because I wanted to, I want to pull back from high enthusiasm a bit because the parents have to listen to this stuff over and over again. Plus I feel like if I get too histrionical with my voice or with boingy music Uh that this, it doesn't, um, that it gets in the way of the story of Uh the song. What I really want to do is paint a picture. Have it So when people listen to the song, they see what I saw when I wrote the song, which is when I'm most successful. I think it's when I see something in my mind and then the song really describes it Uh and then the listener gets that picture. So there's a whole dimension to listening to it, which happens in the listener's mind. You know, it comes alive. Yes. And um, that's more that's the most important purpose of the song to me. So in the with that in mind, I do kind of ratchet back my histrionics a bit. To keep it, you know, kind of neutral almost. I got a criticism a long time ago around my like my second record. Like somebody wrote a review on YouTube, and it wasn't even a kid; it was like a teenager. (laughs) And she was like, "Um, "I like this music, but the guy sings like he sounds like he doesn't care when he's singing." And I was like, "That's kind of what I'm after." (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) not not totally, not totally don't care, but just sort of a neutral delivery so that the imagery is clear. Yeah. yeah, And then and then I want to make the music kind of like engaging, but not um, overwhelming, you know, just the right kind of chemistry. So that's why I'm probably another reason I keep making records is I love uh, trying to figure out that chemistry for every song. Like, where is the tone of the vocal and where is the tone of the music and where does it really click? Um, And that chemistry is challenging enough that I'm still um, having fun figuring it out. Thirteen records later. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. It's I mean, it's amazing. Like the, it's just so pleasant to listen to, and you know. So like, I'm thinking about Annabelle Pancake, which we've been on a Annabelle oh. Pancake roll, and like, it, the song moves right. Like, it's got pace, but it's not like overwhelming and in, in like a volume way right like the, the sound like you can turn it up and everything is still crystal clear like you can hear every piece it's that's nice happening. yeah it's
2: good well one one thing one thing i do very consciously well i'm glad you mentioned that song because that's actually a song where i saw the story in my mind uh-huh. and i tried to make it rhyme And I could not make it rhyme and keep the story intact. Or or the the chore of making the song rhyme was getting in the way of just describing the scene that was in my mind. So I just decided no rhymes. Uh So if you notice, that song has no rhymes in the verse. Nothing rhymes. No lines. No lines. Uh, lines. Uh So it's it's kind of fun in that regard. Um, And the other thing I do is I don't compete in loudness wars. You know how, like, for years it was all about how loud can you master your record so it sounds louder than everybody else. Uh-huh. No, I don't compete in that at all. I purposely back off from hitting the red zone, and I just let the songs kind of... I let it, let it breathe the way like an old vinyl record would breathe. Yeah. You know, like, when it's quiet, it's quiet. And when it's yeah. louder, it's louder. And I like to leave... Uh, if you look at my songs in a recording software, you shouldn't see a brick of audio waves you should see peaks and valleys so anyway it's another way to make it kind of like less stressful for people less hyper
0: yeah well it's it's so nice to hear that it's you know that you got that that the method is evolving but the method works um yeah it is kind
2: of cool i mean my intentions are definitely being uh understood out there in the world like i get parents coming up to me saying you know You saved our car trip and literally when I'm mixing and recording songs I think about a family in a car. I I like put myself in a car that's leaving Yosemite National Park in August in the sun and it's yeah. hot and everybody has to pee and everybody's hungry and everybody's mad and you <laughs> uh. should put the cd in and it should help yeah and yeah. i literally like wipe out an entire banjo part because it's not going to help that family so uh-huh. and so anyway uh-huh. yeah i also get people coming up and saying you saved our cross-country trip or something like that and i'm like oh yeah nice. all that all that all that ruthless mixing was worth it <laughs>
0: <laughs> all that time in the, in the beat kitchen um so yeah the what kind of i mean last music nerdy question what kind of mic do you use to get that like as it's crystal crystal clear
2: yeah it's not a big fancy mic it's my second one of this style it's a rode <laughs> nt2 uh huh. Okay. And it's again, it's like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollar mic. It's not maybe I don't know, maybe four. I can't remember. I only have bought two in my life. One of them just fell over one day and broke. So I had to buy another one. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh,
0: that's a great, yeah, yeah. That's, a great endorsement the of the one. product. Yeah, that's the one. So in yes. addition, in addition to the record, there's also an app. What inspired you to get into the app game?
2: actually i was not inspired to get into the app game and i kind of resisted but the guy who made the app was really persistent and really enthusiastic so we we're like okay fine let's get an app um so we did and it's gone, it's done really well uh i also get a lot of people coming up to me saying that that app really saves their skins when their kids want to be you know entertained and you know there's it's a little controversial do you want to hand a device to a child but i feel good about the app because it is insp- it it kind of um, invites participation in a way, like there's a little um, like guitar you can strum in there, or a little xylophone you can play, and he's ingeniously made it so when the song is playing, the tines on the xylophone or the strings on the guitar will change pitch. Oh, to go along with the oh, song. Genius. So you really can't hit a bum note, you know, so the parents won't be annoyed by some kid <laughs> playing the app and, you know, always hitting an F sharp when it's supposed to be an F or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. And uh, every album that comes out, I send the uh, album to the developer and he, you know, codes it and figures out how to put it into the, the thing. Except for the Beatles records, we couldn't put those in there because of copyright issues. Sure, so, sure. But the rest of them are all there.
0: So yeah, And on that note, last time we talked, we, I had asked you if, uh, if there was another Covers album in the works, and you were thinking about who it could have been, and you sort of landed on Tom Petty as a potential person. Any more thoughts on yeah. another Covers record for you?
2: No, I don't think so. I'm kind of settling back into covering myself now for a while. <laughs> well, actually, I have considered, although I don't think it's going to happen in an album form, but I have considered covering The President's. Oh, My old rock band, yeah. because a lot of those songs were Casper Baby Pants songs at their core, but they were also, you know, they had an added layer of adult innuendo that was uh, making them, you know, whatever, alternative sure. cool. Sure. So it has occurred to me to kind of take some of those songs and break them down to the studs and kind of build them back up, like maybe take Doom Buggy and come up with a new way of singing about that idea. Uh, so it wouldn't be a covers record maybe, but it would be like a reimagining of a dozen or so of those songs. But oh, cool. I don't know. I haven't. I like the idea and I like talking about it, but I haven't really done anything about it. I've <laughs> I've demoed a few. um and it's funny, in some ways it doesn't work because those particular songs need that little bit of innuendo. I think Doombuggy is the one where there is no innuendo uh-huh. um, and it would work. But um, all the others, you take the innuendo away and you're basically like, oh, that's just not a great song.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. I mean, that's, so, I mean, I'm, I'm like scrolling through the tracks and, and trying to think about that as you're saying it i'm like okay yeah that's could be a bit of a challenge a bit of a challenge
2: you know like kitty kitty's not really going to work without the sort of tension that's <laughs> right, in there right exactly and peaches peaches doesn't really you know like you know i'm just singing about food then and w- so what's the story what why why am i singing about right. peaches if i'm not singing about it in a list you know sort of wink wink kind of way so right. Well, I mean, the good anyway, thing. I like I like it in theory, but I haven't really come up with a. So, you know, I'm saying I, what I think might happen is a couple of president songs might find their way onto to future albums as just, you know, not as a concept album, but just like here's Dune Buggy on this album uh-huh. or whatever. You know, so oh, cool. you never know.
0: You never know. So we won't rule it out. Nine, the door is yeah. open. It's, or at least it's a jar. The door, it's a, um, yeah. OK, so the new record comes out in August. Do you have a, a release date? Do you know off the top of your head?
2: Yeah, yeah. yep. August 18th, um, I need to send, do you have the album? Did I send it to you? I
0: have it, I have an electronic,
2: yes. Yes, I sent you that, okay, and, good, and good. It is, and okay. I, yeah, I, so it comes out Comes out August 18th and uh, I start playing shows again on August 12th at the Pike Place Market in Seattle. I'm doing a big fundraiser for their preschool. Cool. Um, they have there. So, and I'll be selling the record at the shows leading up to the release date. So if you're in the Seattle area, you can get it ahead of everybody else with a signature on it.
0: Yeah. So, so come I mean, out to the shows. Yeah, I mean, inquiring minds, mostly mine, want to know is, is there a chance that Casper could be, could would would leave the Washington area for a show?
2: Yeah, I have in uh-huh. the past. Okay. You know, if the phone rings or the email dings and it's something... Interesting. Like right now I'm talking to somebody in Mexico about coming down for a week and playing a bunch of shows at their little school. Uh And, you know, in the end, we get a trip to Mexico. So (laughs) um, and then I've gone to Australia to play two shows before because I love Australia and it was a really fun event. Um, Mm -hmm. I've gone to Texas to play a couple of shows, Uh, but mostly, you know, I spent a lot of time in a rock band that toured all over the world and i kind of burned out on it and my concept of the whole thing is like well i want to maintain my quality of life which makes me a happy person which makes which makes me creative and which makes me want to make more records. And that's, you know, making records is really the main point of this whole thing existing. The live thing was totally an afterthought. Uh, You know, I originally intended to not play live at all. Like the purpose of doing this was to give parents a tool they could use in the home and in the car to help the family feel better. And so playing live didn't play into that. And then over time, the shows, you know, playing has gotten more and more fun and uh, it has a life of its own and stuff. And I have, talked to a booking agent uh, yeah. a couple of years ago i got a booking agent who said whenever i'm ready i can give her a call and she can book me shows but i don't know i still i'm still riding the high of waking up in my own bed every day uh, yeah.
0: so <laughs> i mean you, you know you, you know see, i you, think
2: that i think that made might change like say after album 15 16 17 <laughs> when I might want to slow down. Maybe I then put less focus on making new records and more focus to celebrating the catalog by touring. That's, so I can kind of see that happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, you definitely put in your time, and any Casper that we can get is is a good Casper. We're very happy about it.
2: Um, I would be remiss yeah. if I. I do. T- I do tell people though. I do tell people like, if you you know if you want to see me, you go on tour. So and some people do. They come from Colorado. They've come from Chicago and. Um, you know, Minneapolis and, uh, Texas and all kinds of places. Cool. So you can always go on tour. I have shows on my website listed for the next eight months. So Whoa. you can plan way in advance.
0: That is, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I would be, uh, I would be remiss if I yeah. didn't ask you about the co-writing credit on the song, I believe it's Blackberry, correct?
2: Blackberry pie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Blackberry in fact, pie. I'm staring right now at another computer where I'm editing the video for that. Oh, so interesting. It's, yeah. Good. Cool. And, and yeah, so, that's that's my boy, Augie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: It's nice. Yeah. To have, nice Re- to have a co-writer.
2: Yep. Originally. Well, he really wrote the song when he was, I don't know, maybe seven
0: uh-huh. or
2: eight. Uh-huh. And it was originally called Chipmunk Falling from the Sky. And it was really violent. <laughs> it was like this, <laughs> this chipmunk that was on fire and he was falling and he hit a trampoline and and it was a really ingenious song. It had every verse had this different you know, in my version it's ooh
1: wee, ooh, ooh wee, wada 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 wee,
2: wee 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 is this funny little like chant, but every verse in his had a different chant. Uh-huh. Um, I think. Or it had something. Every verse had some little alliteration or trick and it was cool. But I decided, you know what, I can't have a chipmunk on fire hitting a trampoline. That's crazy. <laughs> but I, I always love the feel of it. And he really wrote it all on his own. And then so I just took it and kind of like, you know, found a new narrative for it. And uh, it was a lot of work, actually. It was hard to send a, kind of separate it from the original because I'd heard his little demo that he and I made so many times. Uh-huh. But um, yes, yeah, so he's a musician now. He's in a punk rock band called The Beautiful Freaks playing bass. And he's got another he's got a solo thing going with a bunch of uh, acoustic and folky songs and. He's on SoundCloud, you can find him and listen to his stuff and awesome. he's working on a solo record and he's the music director at a summer camp up on uh, an island way up north. So Oh, that's great. He's he, Yeah, he's going and he's going to college and studying music and living the dream. That so, is, yeah. yeah, I'm very proud of him.
0: That's really really cool. So, the the videos, you edit and make all the videos yourself? Is that what I'm hearing?
2: Uh, mostly. Yeah. Uh, lately there's a company in New Zealand called muck putty. That's made a bunch for me. They uh-huh. made like, uh, my flea has dogs and, um, Mr. Rabbit and creatures under my bed and stump hotel and those kind of ones. And then there's this woman in the UK named Charlotte Blacker and she does the animatronic kind of stuff like pretty crabby and stompy the bear. She, you know, builds these creatures and does stop motion. Uh-huh. Um, I just saw something she did on the internet and. Contacted her and we've been working together for a couple years and then there's this new guy Todd Webb Who um, is an amazing cartoonist very simple funny? uh, cartoonist that I just also I think I don't remember how I found him but uh, He's not really a video maker, but he's a cartoon maker and uh, so he's Made uh, two videos for the new album, but I'm kind of editing. I'm kind of tweaking them in the editing process He edited them and then I'm doing another round where I kind of tighten things up so they're kind of co-edited, but he did all the uh, the art. And then I'm working on – I do a whole bunch of videos where I just basically bust out a, a ream of office supply paper and some paper Mate pens and draw and awesome. draw and draw and draw and draw and draw. Yeah, yeah. And then I do it the old-fashioned way. I draw on paper and then I take a camera and photograph every frame and then video – and then uh, oh, anim, like animate together. that way. like wow. they'll
0: creativity in every way. Well, okay, so yeah. so how remind us of your website one more time?
2: Yes, it is babypantsmusic.com and, and everything you need to know is right on there.
0: Right on there, all the Facebook, all the Twitter, Instagram, etc., right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Not really. I'm not very good at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I so, mean, maybe. Not. I don't know. You know what?
2: <laughs> I kind of don't feel like being everywhere. I kind of feel like just doing, you know, I'm on Facebook, yes. It's uh-huh. Facebook for sure. And that's connected to my Twitter account, I guess. Okay. But um, really, uh, it's sort of like being a little bit hard to find in a way. I mean, it's not hard. I'm the only Casper Pants in the world. If you Google me, you'll get me. So that's fine. You just do that. I'm on Google. Let's put it that way. Yes,
0: you're on Google. Very good. Perfect. Yeah. Chris Casper Mm. thank you so much it was great to talk to you again like continuing to peel back the layers on all that is uh Casper Baby Pants is such a thrill for me and I can't thank you enough for the time and congrats on the new record
2: my pleasure. I hope I didn't repeat myself too much between time A and time B. There but was... you know, next time I want next time I won't tell any of the stock stories. Okay.
0: <laughs> there was uh, there was no repetition. I don't think actually. Come to think of it. Okay. Good. Good. Everything felt I like new. It. Everything felt new. Um, all right, man. Have a great Wonderful. rest of your day. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having me. Take
0: care. Bye bye. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks to Casper Baby Pants for coming back to talk to me again. It was great to talk to him. Got a little deep on some of the recording methods that he used and how he creates such a warm sound to his music. It's something that I really appreciate as a listener, as a parent, and it's something that I know makes it good for my kids. It's good stuff. Certified and bona fide. Anyhow, we'll be back again later this week. For any and all questions, you can go to goodstuffpod.com, and now here in its entirety is Pushy the Tug by Casper Babypants.
1: She pushes freighters here, she pushes barges there, she pushes all the ocean liners around. She has a dusty stack and a dirty deck, and she always has a sad looking frown. When captains see her coming, they just moan and shrug. I guess we're getting pushed by Pushy the Tug. She pushes everyone who comes into the busy, busy harbor. All the other tugs wait at the docks. She makes the dinghies feel nervous, and the sailboats are scared. And the seagulls fly away from her in flocks. When crewmen hear her horn, they just sigh and give up. Cut your engine, boys, and don't argue with Pushy the Tug. One day into the harbor came a shiny, happy whistle and a boat back lit by the sun. It was a brand new vessel with a coat of yellow paint, a tight ship second to none. Let's strike up the band and cut a rug Cause everybody's gonna get a hug From Huggy the Tug Well Huggy looked at Pushy And Pushy looked at Huggy And they circled slowly around Huggy saw the dirt and knew that Pushy was hurt and then he Saw her big bad frown Goodness me and heavens above, I think I know what you need, said Huggy the Tug. Sure enough, he motored over there right by her side and gave her a playful nudge. Everybody gasped and ran to hide, and Pushy the Tug did not budge. Then suddenly she smiled and the light shined out It was a brand new feeling of love For Pushy the Tug. Now lately in the harbor There is much work to do But now there's helpers around Pushy has Huggy And Huggy has Pushy And they toot a tune of happy sound. Once you spread that love around and you're bit by that bug, you'll feel like they do. Huggy and pushy the tug. Huggy and pushy the tug. Huggy and pushy the tug. Huggy and pushy the the tug. Stuff.